Agent Power Huddle is a daily jumpstart. Hey, did I get your attention? We're doing something special for the next month. We're going to focus on now business. Like how do you generate income today, right now? My name is Jesse Zagorski. You probably know me as one of the regular hosts here, producer of the Agent Power Huddle. I'm also a broker associate with eXp. And what I keep hearing over and over again is agents that truly need to shift their business. The market shifted, they need to shift and they got to close the deals today. And so whether you're a brand new agent this series is for you. Experienced agent, this series is for you. It doesn't matter. Agent on a team, team leader, we're going to give you strategies and techniques to figure out how to scale and grow your business to close deals today. Not in the future, not tomorrow, today. This is what we're focusing on all month, the techniques, the strategies you need. So welcome to the Agent Power Huddle. Welcome, everyone. Welcome, welcome. We still have some people coming on in, but um, my name is Sarah. Delancig. I own the Inside Sales Agency with my husband, Joffrey, and I have a small team of ISAs. And I'm going to like share with you guys some of the things that we're seeing as ISAs. And I'm also a real estate agent, but we'll get into all of that. I'm going to share my screen and um, we'll get into this and then we'll do a little bit of a Q&A at the end. So here we go. So this year, um, this talk is about how to set yourself up for success in 2023. Like Jesse was just saying, this is some now business ideas, but it's also going to help you in the future. It's it's what we're seeing is working, and what we're seeing isn't working. So, um, so first of all, in order for you guys to trust me to tell you how to do your job, you guys need a little bit background on who I am and why I'm qualified to tell you what I'm about to tell you. So um, my background, I've been in real estate pretty much my whole life. My dad was a land surveyor and then my mother or my sister took over my mom and dad's company. And I worked for her as a land use planner, a receptionist first, and then a land use planner assistant for about 10 years until the crash of 08. And my son was born and then I went to school. I got a degree in uh, psychology from UW. And then uh, later on in life, I, I took a part-time job at a real estate coaching and consulting company, and it quickly became one of my favorite jobs. So I, I became the team leader, the trainer, and I, I did that for two and a half years. And then um, eventually, you know, it was time to go. So I started working on my license and I became Linnea Carver's assistant, who is an amazing other speaker, uh, another agent on here and she does the Friday uh, power tips. I think she does Friday power tips or something like that. She she does the Asian power huddle on Fridays at 8 a.m. Pacific. So you should check her out as well. I learned a lot from her. And, um, and when I got my license, you know, I got a little too big for my britches is what I like to say, because, you know, there's a lot of money that goes into getting your license and paying the MLS dues, the e-key fees, um, the NAR dues, all of the things that go into staying in real estate, right? So I really wanted to sell real estate. I didn't really want to be somebody's assistant anymore. And um, with that being said, Lene and I decided, you know, mutually to part ways. And I went and um, got some buyers under contract in January when the market was really crazy for buyers and it was, you know, a seller's market. And I found that my joy was not in that. My joy was in helping other people you know, uh, sell real estate. So, so I, you know, I talked to Linnea and I talked to my mentor and stuff like that. And, um, and they were like, you should really start an ISA company. I used to come to these agent power huddles every day when I was trying to do this on my own, I would be in here and Jesse would be dropping great knowledge and, 
you know, and I would be learning from the best. So you guys being here, this is, this is, this is what you need to be doing. And what I saw was a pattern of ISA companies not knowing real estate. And that brings me to what we're going to talk about. So what did ISA know about real estate? Well, we see everything. We see the good, the bad, the ugly. We see all the trends. We see the patterns. We see agents at all different levels doing all different types of things. You know, some people are stuck in the past. Some people are trying to do too much now. Some people are trying all of the um, the techniques of like sales and uh, the salesy stuff that's a little manipulative in my opinion. So what we don't want to do is we don't want to come off as salesy, right? Like we want to, we want people to know, like, and trust us so that we're not manipulating them into getting their business, but we are actually connecting with them because we have something they need and they have something that we want to help them with, right? So you guys all got into real estate for different reasons, um, but a lot of us got into it to help people and to have flexibility and to, you know, be able to help people realize their dreams and to make good money while doing it. So we don't ever want to come across as scammers. We don't, we don't want to do that. And so for good or bad, the industry got a little crazy and everything is now outsourced and automated. I think you guys can all agree with me on this. Um, so I want to take, I want to take some questions here and you can type it in the chat. You can come off mute. You can um, just whatever, but how many agents here get calls from telemarketers? I'm, Every hand should go up if you're if you're a real estate agent. All right. So tell me this. What's the first thing that tells you that is a telemarketer? Lenora, let's let's have you come off mute. You have your hand up. Uh, hi. Uh, it's the uh, phone number that the phone, use. The phone number. Yeah. Sometimes it comes up as spam likely, which. OK, side note, I'm going to give you a little trick on how to do that. That's an iPhone thing. If you guys do not want it to say spam likely, you need to text them and say, this is Lenora. And then it will pop up as maybe Lenora. Just another little thing that ISAs learn throughout throughout the business. <laughs> so uh, Jess, did you have an answer to that? What's the first thing that tips you off that it's a that's it, uh, telemarketer? Their accent and that it's pre-recorded or they're not pre-recorded, it's gonna be recorded. There, there's that too. Yeah. So for me, okay, I'll tell you what it's that I have to wait for it to connect. Mm -hmm. How annoying is that? Like, I'm like, hello. It's like deadline. Hello. Oh, Five seconds yeah. later, you know, and then all of a sudden yeah. you hear all this commotion in the background and then We're you can talking. tell. Yeah. So, I mean, that is just, it's so impersonal, right? Like yeah. it takes all of the, but this is where the business went yeah. for, for good or bad. Right. Because it, it had to go there because we got so busy and there's no time and, and we needed to automate and we needed to outsource this, but it takes the human interaction and the element that makes us good agents out of it. So I want to talk about how to get back to that. So let me share my screen again and let's see. Nice. Did Gantry have a question? I did. Oh. <clears throat> Are you going to talk about how to uh, systems to, to make it so you don't have, like, I don't think, does Mojo have that pause? Um, I don't think it does. I use um, I used to use Mojo. I've I've used a lot of different ones. A lot of the CRMs here, you know, that you're calling through don't have the pause. But I would test it. Like test it. Call yourself. Try it. The one that I have that I what use you, doesn't. Have. What are you using? 
Um, I use TurboDial. It's it's an old school one. It's actually set up as an ISA one. I, I don't know that I would recommend it to real estate agents, um, but it goes through Twilio. Like almost everything uses Twilio. Everything and then, Twilio. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, okay. So let's get back to this. All right. So back to basics, right? Like I said, we need to get the human interaction, the human element back into real estate, right? So where did agents get their business before the internet, before caller ID. You know, they would go knock on doors. They would cold call, you know, back when people actually wanted to answer the phone, which is not nowadays, right? Now somebody comes and knocks on my door. I have a camera there and I have my Alexa app go, you know, motion detected at the front door. And then I look to see who it is. And if I want to answer it, I'll talk through I'll talk through the microphone, right? Like because we we've become not used to that, right? COVID put us in a weird position. So you can still do a lot of this stuff, right? You still can go to potlucks, you can go to church, you you can run billboards, you can go to Billy's soccer games. These are still things that you can do, but um we are kind of forced now with technology to find business online. And then how do we get people to know like and trust us? with everything being online with with that part of it um in our way and you know me being on edge already when somebody knocks on my door and kind of annoyed to to be honest because my dogs will bark and it's a whole big thing like most people can understand that right so nowadays a lot of people run ads you know facebook ads they use street text they use google they use um making it rain they use Obviously, you have your sphere of influence, you have referrals, FISBOs, expires, all of these things, right? These are things that you can do, but you still want to have a human element. And right now, a lot of it is automated, which isn't necessarily bad. But I'm going to tell you guys how to how to make the automations work in a way that you can also um, respond in live time and, and show a different side so that it doesn't feel as automated. So it doesn't look like something that's automated. Okay. Um, okay. But first let's get into what's working. So if, if you take nothing else away from this call, right? What I do want you to take away is that videos, videos, and more videos, this is where you need to focus your energy. Okay. According to ReChat, 78% <clears throat> of agents know that using video is what helps them stand out from other agents, but only 10% use it effectively. And the 10% was actually real estate agents' clients saying that their agent, only 10% said their agent used it effectively. So now we all know that we have like photographers, we have drones and we have, we have, uh, you know, Facebook Live, all the things that we can do. But YouTube is actually where it's at. YouTube is the number one search engine in the world. This I learned from EXPCon from someone on stage. I can't remember her name, but it's not Google. It's not Google. And you'd be surprised to know that Twitter is actually number three. Twitter is number three search engine in the world. So, and here's the thing. Yesterday I was Googling, you know, what's the difference between agents now and how do they get business now versus before the internet, right? And guess what? You get many articles and then you get a video. Well, what am I going to choose? I'm going to choose the video every single time. Every single time I'm going to choose video because I can listen to it. I can pause it. I can rewind it. I can, you know, I can listen to it again, whatever I need to do. Um, but an article, you know, my son comes up and what's for dinner and all of a sudden my attention span is gone and I can't, I can't follow through with what I wanted to know. Right. So, 
Um, so these all need to be a part of your digital marketing plan. In addition to your CMA, your newsletters, your buyer's guides, your seller's guides, your market updates, and all of those things, right? So adding videos is going to maximize and it's not even close. And so we'll get to some numbers. We'll get to some facts on that in a minute. Um, here's the deal. Your employees have limitations on the hours that they can work, right? Employees can only work certain days a week. We have Thanksgiving coming up, right? So a video works for you 365 days per year, 24 hours a day. And I heard this, um, and I'm part of Krista Mayshore's coaching program. I heard this from someone else. So just so you know, I'm stealing it from someone else, but it's true, right? These things work for you. Even on Christmas day, I, my husband and I were looking for a house. We were selling our, our condo um, back three years ago in during Thanksgiving. And we were looking at houses during Thanksgiving online, you know, but we could look at the videos, right? We could look at the videos we could see and then schedule the time for when our agent was available to go ahead and go see a home because of the video that was on there or because of, um, you know, the usually it's video, right? Video. <clears throat> so there is no limit on how long it can work for you. So um, these, this is what I want to get into. So how to put the human element back into real estate. This is a real example of what we send out as a text. And um, like I said, Linnea, I learned a lot from her. And so I'm going to use her as, 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 as an example. Um, <clears throat> so you can see here, I say, hi, Andrea. And I have a little waving hand. Now you can, you don't have to do a waving hand. It could be a sunshine. It could be, it could be just about anything, right? But it's like, it's an emoji because AI doesn't usually use emoji. But you can set up your AI <clears throat> to have emojis sometimes. And if you can't, then you might want to look into talking to the people that um, do your auto text. I do know that things like street text have this op option to add emojis to it. So I say, my name is Sarah. So I say my name is because of that whole thing about the spam likely. iPhones, if you're not a saved contact in it and you don't say who you are, it will automatically kind of junk it and say spam likely. And then it doesn't matter if it really is spam or not. It just says it's spam likely just because they don't have your name and a phone. But if you send the text ahead of time and you say this is, or if you send it after whatever you, it doesn't matter. The next time you call, it'll say maybe Sarah. And then I've had many people answer and they say, oh, I thought this was Sarah from high school back in the day. I didn't, you know, my phone said maybe Sarah. So, so use that to your advantage. So then the other thing I do, like when I was getting my license, you know, it was told to us that we had to say what brokerage we're with. So I say, Hey, I'm with, I work with Linnea Carver at EXP Realty in Bonnie Lake. I put a little house symbol. Now in Bonnie Lake, it works with the trees behind it in Arizona. It won't. So if I'm texting Arizona, I take the trees out of the little house emoji. Like these are just common sense things, right? But they mean a lot because if I sent that, emoji to somebody in Arizona, they're gonna be like, this person doesn't know, right? They don't understand. Like there's no trees around here unless maybe they're in uh oh there's like not Pat. I can't remember. California. Well like, oh, yeah, California. Then you could do you could do the um Palm you know, trees. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> we thank got you. all the trees. Every kind of tree you want we got. <laughs> there you go. There you go. Okay. So so in this case, this is one that I actually talked to Linnea about. Now, this is the most important part. 
Um, they were on her website. They were looking at a home in Bonnie Lake. I change out what city it is based on what city they're looking in. And then I change out the checkout. Linnea's five things to know before moving to Bonnie Lake. So depending on what ad they clicked on, I send a video that relates. Um, so let's say they clicked on a, what's your home worth ad, right? Like find out how much your home is worth. Well, in that case, I would send, you know, tips for sellers to do before they sell or something like that. Right. So knowing what videos the agent has, or like you guys as agents, knowing what videos, what, what are the objections that you're getting? If you're not sure what videos to, to, to make, that's fine. Community-based videos are fine. We'll get into that too. So knowing what they clicked on, when they clicked on it, that's all going to come into how you respond. So in this case, I say, what do you think of that? Because they looked at it recently. Later on in a few months, I'll say back in August, you were looking at a four-bedroom, two-bath in Bonnie Lake. Are you still looking for homes like that? If so, please let me know. And then I say, check out this other video, you know, home buyer myths or something like that, right? Is now still a good time to buy? These are the videos that I send. And, and it goes kind of in a progression because we get new leads, we get old leads, we get all kinds of leads, but there's a way to it, right? So think about the progression that you want the people that are clicking on these things to get, you know, certain videos, if that makes sense. Yeah. All on track? Okay, my mouth gets so dry. All right, let's get to the next thing. So people, there's no excuse for not making videos nowadays, but you're like, I don't know what video to make, right? I don't know what video to make. Well, community-based content. This is what we see is working, working, working. People wanna know, what is it like to live in Bonnie Lake? And you know what? They go on Google and they type it in. And guess what comes up if you do that? Linnea Carver's video on what it's like to live in Bonnie Lake because it's going to go to YouTube because that's the number one search engine and people are going to want to look at that stuff, right? So um, so these are the things you could do. What it's like to live there. You could do tours of local parks, schools, town centers. Like I have a little shopping center that's kind of different than the rest of the area. So you could do that. You know, lot, I say a lot of our clients do pet of the week. You know, they go down to the Humane Society and they they pick a pet, they spot, you know, put it, spotlight it and, and talk about it. And these are things that help the community. And when you help the community, the community then helps you, right? And they know, like, and trust you. They see your face, they get used to it, right? So, um, so other things you can do. I like to send other stuff that's random. Like even after I've sent certain things that are like, check out this home or check out this website or whatever. I like to do best restaurants in um, in Casper, Wyoming. That's one of my clients. She does this. You know, check out these five restaurants. Um, why should you move to this place? What should you know before moving to this place, right? Maybe Chicago, it's very windy or, or um, Seattle, it's polarizing, you know, areas like it's like city and then it's suburbs or, you know, there's all different things that you know that a lot of people may not know. And the way the country is right now where people are moving in and out, like I, I read a statistic the other day that um, it was like we had 91 people coming into the city of Seattle and we had 100 people moving out every day or something like that. It's like more people are moving out than in right now. And, and Washington used to be a big like place to go. Like people from California would come up here, you know, a lot of technology. So you guys know better than I do what's important about where you are at and what your niche is. Um, so 
utilize it. So, okay. Um, oh, wait, I want to go back to that one really quick because the other thing is small business reviews. If you guys have not checked out the 12 days of Christmas um, agent power huddle that Linnea Carver and uh, Chris Peshek, both of them are my clients, they did. It is awesome. And it is also something I'm going to tell a little story about. I was calling some of their clients um, or it was another one of my clients, but I was calling some leads and the person was like, oh, you know, I'm just so busy. You know, I just started a business and, you know, I just don't have time because we're still setting it up. Well, I happen to know that that agent did this 12 days of Christmas spotlight on small businesses in the area. And I said, hey, well, what kind of business are you doing? Because and I explained it. And these are the things that connect you and make you a focal point. So all of my clients that do these kinds of things, like their closing ratio is not even close. It's not even close to the people that don't. So um, when you're talking to people on calls and things like that, um, make sure that you're asking them about themselves and then listen, right? These are these are things we hear all the time. Repeat and affirm, you know, um, listen, find their pain point, things like that. But in this case, she was super busy and her, her business was her pain point. But I wanted to know about her business to help her business because if we can alleviate that, then maybe she'll connect with the agent and then maybe she'll want to sell her home sooner because now she has business coming in. It all it all connects, but it's not manipulative. I don't feel like that's manipulative at all. It's a win-win, right? Like, at least that's the way I feel about it. Okay. Um, all right, so then the next thing, um, and oh, there's one more thing. So if you also are still not sure how to make a video, there are tools out there to make better videos. So when I first started doing this, um, one of the first videos I made, I did in black and white, and it was about how to make bacon, right? And it was uh, basically maybe 30 seconds. And it was like, it was really cool to me because my best friend had died from COVID. She taught me how to make bacon in a in the oven. And I wanted to share that. It got over 5,000 views, all right? And on there is at the Keep It Realtor at the time is what I was going by. I'm now at Sarah, the ISA, but whatever. And so... 5,000 views in a matter of days. Like, I, I don't even know if it was days, but those are the kinds of things people want to know. Like recipes are probably the number one uh, video that people want to look up. So if you are, are still like, I don't know what to do. There's so many tools out there that you can use. I just started using Facetune before that. I used, um, I used Snapchat and Instagram for filters because I don't like to put on makeup. I'll be honest with you. Um, I still have to wash my hair, which is a big deal. So, you know, obviously there's nothing that's going to make your hair not greasy. So you could put a hat on though. I've done that too. So there's still ways to get around it, right? Um, but these will let you record certain amount of time on the video. I think Instagram is two minutes. I could be wrong. Feel free to shout me out if I'm wrong about that. Um, Snapchat, it only gave me a minute to record the video. And then I would be like running out of time and it would cut off. And then I'd feel like, ah. Oh. So that's why I got Facetune. Um, but Facetune didn't let me put, like text on it or add captions and captions are really important. Most people will be laying in bed. My husband does this all the time, laying in bed, watching videos with the captions and not no sound so that they can just like get an idea. Right. So, um, so one of my ISAs told me about InShot, which is $4 per month and you can do all that kind of stuff. You can do effects, you can do intros, you can do outros. So I think I'm going to switch to that. But anyway, if you're not convinced with any of these, there's other ones. Snap camera has a filter that goes on Zoom, which I use for a very long time. But Zoom also has, maybe you don't know this, maybe you do, a touch up my appearance. So right now I don't have makeup on. 
right? But it looks like I have perfect skin, but I do not have perfect skin. Okay. Not at all. Far from it. I look like I'm maybe 20 years old. I'm 40, right? So there are things you can do. I have to touch up your appearance all the way to the max, but I mean, I'll do what I got to do to feel comfortable on camera until I can feel more comfortable, right? So same with you. If you want to do those kinds of things, you should check these things out. All right. Um, okay, so <clears throat> the conversion rates <clears throat> for people that use video. So when, when I start, um, when we started this company, it was March. It was March of this year we started this company. Quickly, you know, brought on some clients and I didn't like get to know, um, I don't know. I didn't like, I didn't understand it exactly who they were totally yet because you know you just bring on you're like yeah i'm an isa company you can hire me we don't do that anymore we're kind of more of a boutique thing now we won't take a client on that does not have youtube videos because what ended up happening is they would sign up and we would ask them to send a video text or or have a video and they'd be like oh that's not my thing and then they would not see the conversion and then they would get upset and they would quit and say i never got a closing out of this not for lack of opportunity, because we still set plenty, plenty of appointments, and I'm not trying to plug this or anything, but I want you guys to understand the metrics of this, okay? So <clears throat> the clients that use video, up to eight closings per month, and I want to say I'm going to be conservative here. I think it was under 200 leads. It might have been 100, okay? I was setting about three appointments a day on average for this person, but this was in April. It might've been May, April or May, okay? Um, eight closings in a month, right? Another one of our clients uh, using has an amazing YouTube channel about living in Auburn, Alabama, five closings. And that was in, I wanna, um, it was in September, five closings from leads that were from 2017. <clears throat> so the clients without the videos, I mean, it's not even close. Like I can't, I can't compare the two they're not apples to apples because this is this is where we're going right so i took up a lot more time about that stuff than i thought so any questions on anything i've talked about so far no questions everybody's good okay well in that case let's talk about what's next right i almost timed this perfectly i practiced this a few times because pretty nervous about doing this by myself, to be honest with you. And um, <clears throat> it took me like 10 minutes, but that's because there was an interaction. So so what's next? Um, I'm going to be going into more of this stuff and things like when to hire an ISA, what to look for in an ISA, um, when they're a service, like what we offer versus a team member, a member of your team, that's totally different things and what they should be doing. Um, and then I think a lot of people are going to be interested in our favorite lead generation tools. These are going to be every Tuesday in December, 8 a.m. Pacific right here. And we're going to um, we're going to talk about, you know, like you guys can ask us anything like you can ask us, what do we see works? What do we see doesn't work? Um, you can ask us like. What's the main video that we see people respond to? Um, What's the main objection we get? I don't know. You guys know better than I do what you would want to ask us. So that's uh, that's my whole thing. Hey, hey Sarah. Hey. Yeah. Hey, Jess. Sorry, I'm getting dressed. I'm getting ready to go to uh, Rick Jiha's uh, business planning. Oh, yeah. Um, <laughs> I'm, I might be there, too. I might see you there. <laughs> 
like in person or no, online? no online, online. Oh, okay. Well, look for my dress because I yeah. got uh, tickets front, uh, front and center. Anyway, uh, <laughs> um, can you tell me a little bit? I'm trying to understand. So my association with ISA is inside sales agent, mm-hmm. but it sounds like um, you guys kind of take it up a notch. You're not just dialing. You're also reaching out via text and yes. are also sending out videos appropriate to whom you're talking to. Is that yes. right? Yes, that's what we Thank do. Thank you, Lenora. Sorry. Yes, you do. You look fabulous. Hey, um, thank you. <laughs> um, <clears throat> our, our company does. We are different, right? Like I'm a real estate agent that actually paid for leads and I know how frustrating it is when those leads just get thrown out. So uh, because of that, I saw, you know, I took all the advice from Agent Power Huddle. And so, yes, we send out texts. We don't send out emails, but that's where your email campaigns come from, right? So, okay. so a lot of the videos that I talked about, the best clients, you know, with the most closings, they have those community focused videos in their email campaigns. Okay. And they explain this stuff. You could check her out, obviously. Um, Linnea on Friday at 8 a.m. She shares a lot of the stuff that she's doing and a lot of what we learned came from her too. So yes, ISA, when you think of it and when most people think of it, they think overseas, they think, you know, Filipino or something like that. They think not, that doesn't know. People locally. Yes, I, I hire in the United States. Um, yeah, and I do have I do have George. He's in Panama, but he used to be an agent in Maryland, and so um, and he has perfect English. And, <laughs> okay, and just to, just to, that's really unusual. I mean, almost every yeah. United States service I've talked to, except for I think there's one out of Texas with college kids. Um, almost every single one is overseas, and they're horrible. And in our market, which is higher end, mm-hmm. the miniature. We're international area, but the problem is you got the pause. And then, and if you don't know the areas though, that's the other kind of kind of running with ISAs too. So that's why I'm doing that series. And a lot of people think, well, I don't have an ISA or or I don't know if I need one or I don't want to do that again. But there are things that you can look for. We, we like look at all of our clients info before we ever even take them on as a client. We make sure that they have you know, marketing materials like buyer's guides and seller's guides in addition to videos so that we have something to send every time. Plus, we know what we're talking about. We we make sure we know how to say things like a Tascadero or, you know, Aurora Grande, even though it's spelled Arroyo Grande, it's Aurora Grande, you know, like those kind of things. We, we learn those things. So those are things that you should ask um, of your ISAs. And if you can't find, you know, somebody that does that, and you probably won't, but right here, the inside sales agency.com. So you can check us out. <laughs> Where can we find, um, are we allowed to talk about pricing or is that like another meeting? It's on, it's on our website too. Oh and God. so just so you know, for, we're trying to go in a different direction. Um, and I'm talking to some of our agents about this because what we found is there's a need for full-time ISAs, especially for the agents that are doing really, really high level stuff. So we are on our website. It doesn't have this yet, but there is a, there could be an opportunity for more of a commission-based full-time ISA dedicated to you. So this is something that we are trying to get um, to, you know, to figure out. And, and, you know, as we've grown in the last nine months, our business model is adjusting, but not completely letting go of what's working either, if that makes sense. Oh, you charge per lead. We do. We charge per lead. Yeah. Per lead is per phone number, but we will call them as many times as it takes. We actually... Yeah. It's more of an intuitive, like, um, follow-up system. So, like, depending on the kind of lead, like, you're going to follow up with a Google lead different from uh, a street text lead, right? right? Because a Google lead is actually 
on there looking actively and the street text lead is somebody that's just scrolling through middle of the night, maybe had a few drinks, clicked on something and, yeah. you know, forgot the next day. Right. So, so we look at all that stuff and we bring it up too. So I can tell you guys how we do all this. We're going to do that. Like I said, future of follow-up series. And we're going to talk about all this stuff. So essentially I would provide the company with whatever leads I want. It could be circle prospecting. It could be street text leads. It could be any type of lead. We let you know what kind they are. And then you all will dial those numbers. Is that correct? Pretty much. I'm a little, okay. So I'm a little picky about the circle prospecting yeah, expired yeah. and visible. And I'm going to tell you why okay. I've never found a um, skip tracing service that does it well. And so then when you're paying per phone number, it's it's a lot of money for you with a lot of bad phone numbers. So I'm I'm mm -hmm. I'm hesitant with the expires. I've even tried Red X, so I'm not sure um, that I've ever seen anybody actually have a good percentage of phone numbers. I would say, I mean, George, what what is it? It's like eighty percent are bad phone numbers or wrong numbers or right. or you know people that have passed. So unfortunately, mm -hmm. I have not found a good skip tracing service. If anybody out there has you know better numbers for that, let me know. But yes, we will call. Almost anything other than those, I guess. Is you all provide, like if I said, hey, Sarah, this is an area that I'm farming. Could I essentially pay you to get that data? Or is it simply just from my side providing the data? Yeah, you would provide the phone numbers and the data. And then we would, we just make, we would make the calls. So. so how would we figure out how to get the best, most accurate numbers then? That's my problem. That's why, yeah, that's I'm where I, do, yeah, that's what I, at EXPCon, I talked to the Red X people and then we had one of our clients actually send us 2000 Red X leads, 80 of the, 81 of them or 82 of them had phone numbers. And I would say that 60 plus were bad. Okay. Yeah. And then do you get charged for the ones that are bad too? So like, yeah, they, they, they they count as part of your package that first month and then they fall off the following month. So if we call it one time, it's a bad number. It counts for that month, but then not the following month, which I can explain all this if you guys book a call with me too. So. Yeah, I'll, I'll do that. My ISA right now is on a three-month contract and we're in the middle. So we'll see how things go, but I would love to explore other options and see what makes sense at the end of those three months with her. Yeah. And then, you know, you know, you guys don't have to use us. Use the information. You can use the information I'm giving you. If you're in a contract or something like that, inform your ISA, like tell them what's working and what, what I'm telling you, and then have them kind of adjust because, you know, I understand, I understand that there's a lot of people that are stuck with something and uh, you might as well make the most of it while you got it. Right. Like that's, that's kind of how I feel about it. Cool. Okay. I have to hop off. Thank you so okay. much. I appreciate have fun. it. I might see you later. Okay. okay bye. Bye. Thank you. All right. Well, that's it. So thanks everyone for joining us. I really appreciate it. And uh, see you guys hopefully in Tuesdays in December. Uh, where do I find your contact information? Sorry, say that again. Uh, where do I find your it's in the chat. It, yeah, it's in the oh, chat. It's in the chat. Okay. Yeah, it's in the chat. And it's also just the inside sales agency.com. Um, and you can you can find me online, Sarah Delancey. Thank you. If you'd like more information or to get connected to the Agent Power Huddle, join our free Facebook group. This call was designed for the agents in our EXP organization, but open to any agent from any brokerage. If you're a guest and you're interested in learning more about EXP or our specific resources within the Agent Collective, reach out to the person who invited you to this call to get more info. Produced by the Agent Collective Media Network.